Well, sir, it's early evening as we approach the small house halfway up in the next block now. And here on the front porch, we find Mr. and Mrs. Victor Cook and their son, Mr. Rush Cook. They can say there's... And young Rush is perched on the railing facing them. Listen. What's the situation we have to cope with? Situation? You certainly can't have forgotten. You said at the supper table we had a situation to cope with. And it was so important you wouldn't discuss it while we ate. Must be some life or death crisis if it slipped your mind already. Oh, yeah, it did slip my mind. You noticed the house was on fire and planned on doing something about it later on? Uh-huh. Uh, Rosh, you gonna stick around? Wish to discuss something of a private nature, do you? Oh, I guess it's not so horrible private. Well, I can go down in the basement or out in the alley or someplace if you people want to engage in a confidential chat. <laughs> you can sit still, I guess. But it's grown-up secrets we're talking about, so don't be telling tales out of school. Mom's the word. Yeah. What about the situation? I want to cope with it. Well, Ruthie's upset. In effect. Yes. <laughs> you be both... and his lady friend the time they headed for Peoria for purposes of eating fish dinner. You can stay here, Rush, if you want, but you'll just have to sit still and listen. You'd prefer I didn't participate in the conversation? Not till I get through telling what I got to tell, at least. Fine. Ruthie's trouble, Vic, over... <laughs> I expect you'll think this is silly. Very likely. What's Ruthie troubled over? The Christmas present Fred is making for me. Oh. <laughs> Darndest stuff comes up all the time. Mm -hmm. Every single day seems like there's a new situation to cope with. That's life. person never can go around without anything on their mind. That's life. I like solid peanuts. That's life. Yes, isn't it? Now, why don't you put on your cap and put it down over your ears? <laughs> you caught me in a trap that time. <laughs> Ruthie's troubled. Ruthie's troubled over the Christmas. Miss Preston. A gross of gravel. Come over there again, Lum. Fred Stembottom is making me a gross of gravel. Twelve dozen of them. You mean those little hammers that you pound on the table when you conduct the assembly club meeting? Yes, a gross of them, 144 gravel. The word is gravel, ma'am. You know that heap of scrap lumber he's got in the basement. Uh-huh. It's odds and ends of wood he got from some cabinet maker chum of his here in town. Harry McWilliams, I know. He's got a shop someplace over in the west side. Yeah. Well, Fred has this brilliant idea, see? I'll whittle out Sadie a whole big bunch of gravels to conduct her thimble club meetings with. Here's this monstrous heap of elegant scrap lumber at my disposal. I'll whittle out a gross of gravels and put them in a fancy box and give them to Sadie for Christmas. I think that's a very pretty thought. Well, yes, yeah, sweet of them and all, but goodness. What do I want with 144 gravels? Mom, the word is gavels. Hmm? You said gravels. Well? It's gavels. What's gavel? The word is gravel. I mean gavels. What's he talking about? He's trying to correct a mistake that you've been making for a good many years. The little hammers that we've been discussing are gravels rather than gavels. The word spells... Gavels rather than gravels, Gob. You're twisted now. I said gravels rather than ga... I mean, gavels... Oh, well, for mercy's sake. What is this? Gov had a slip of the tongue. Maybe you had better go someplace else. Hmm. Or else give a person six-ninths of a chance to finish what they're saying. Uh -huh. Shall I make another stab at this? <laughs> go ahead. Now, Fred got this brilliant idea, see? I'll whittle Sadie out a whole gross of gravels and give them to her for Christmas. 
He was proud as a horse of his brilliant idea. So original, don't you know, no. Original, all right. He boasted to Ruthie. He said, I'll bet nobody else in the world ever give anybody 144 gravels for Christmas before. He's probably right. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, what's Ruthie's beef? How do you mean? What's Ruthie kicking up on? Well, the senselessness of it. Mm. Imagine a gross of gravel. Twelve dozen gravels. 144 gravel. Yeah, well... Rush, what on earth is eating you? I'd like to clear up one little point and then I'll keep absolutely quiet. You want to tell a story about Smelly Clark's Uncle Strap eating fish with his girl in Peoria? No, I want to put you straight on the matter. Vic, maybe I better tell you about this some other time. Next Tuesday, say. Yeah. This will only take six seconds. Oh. If you'll consult the dictionary, you'll discover... You consult the dictionary. The word gravel means little rocks and stone. Thanks. You finished? The word gavel, spelled G-A-V-E-L, means the little hammer you use when you conduct thimble club meetings. Now are you finished? Yes. I'll try again, Dick. Okay. 144 gravels is senselessness. One gravel will last a person a lifetime. I give up. You've been warned, Rush. I give you my solemn word I won't say another word. Fine. Uh, take my fancy gravel, all carved with curlicues and trash, the thimble club ladies give me when I was made president. Now, that gravel will last forever. Gravels don't wear out. If Fred whittles me out 144 gravels, it just means I got 144 gravels to find space for. With this house cluttered up with rubbish the way it is already. Mm. And that's what bothers Ruthie. She appreciates how cramped we are for room. Why, I bet 144 gravels would require a box as big as Rush's dresser. Mm. Ish. Why don't Ruthie tell Fred that? Well, she did. But he's so fond of his brilliant idea, he won't listen to her. And then, of course, he's obstinate. Once he gets a notion, he sticks to it. And besides, he enjoys whittling out them gravels. Ruthie says he's got nine or ten finished already. Mm. You only got 134 to go. 144 gravels. Oh, my. What you moaning about, Miss Dwyer? Nothing. Gravels don't wear out. Mm. Well, have you a plan for coping with this situation? Yes. I bet it involves me. It does. Okay, I will solve the great gravel problem. No, you're saying it. Huh? You're saying gravel now. Why not? No sense in beating my head against a stone wall. What's this? Nothing. Uh, how do you want me to go about solving the great gravel problem? Speak to friend. You said he had been spoken to. Yes, by Ruthie, not by you. Shall I say... Fred, you scoundrel, if you give my wife any half-wit gravels for Christmas, I'll break your... No, me and Ruthie's thought is to work it like this. They're coming here to play 500 tomorrow night, you know. Uh-huh. We'll do like we generally do. They'll come up on the porch here, and then me and Ruthie will go upstairs to fix our face, leaving you and Fred alone to chat a little bit. There's your chance. I'll grasp him firmly by the throat. I'll hey, Gov, put him through that ceremony it tells about in Volume 7 of your large library. Which ceremony is that, Wilhelmina? Well, you break his walking stick over your knee and rip the buttons off his coat, vest, shirt, and underwear and slap his face. And I'm make him... not inclined to joke about matters pertaining to my large rush. Oh. Must counsel you to seek other fields for your wit and humor. I'm not getting along with anybody tonight. We thought, Ruthie and me, 
You could uh, get at Fred from this angle. Uh-huh. Bring up the subject to gravels easy and casual. Might be a good idea to have my gravel laying here in the swing. Yeah. You and Fred sit down and you pick up the gravel and twirl it around in your fingers, maybe. Hmm. This gravel belongs to my wife, Fred. Handsome, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very substantial gravel, Fred. Last a lifetime. That's it. She's got two other gravels upstairs. Wonderful. And it'd be the truth, too. You have got two other gravels upstairs? Well, I've got those two little wooden tomahawks tied together with ribbon that say compliments of Indian Hill, Wisconsin on them. They could be used for gravel. Matter of fact, I did use one of them for gravel once. Oh, Jenny. And you can kind of get spilled away to Fred about how absolutely useless more than one gravel is. Fred, you can say a person has about as much use for an extra gravel as they have for an extra elbow or an extra knee. Oh, that's laying it on pretty thick. I only suspect somebody's put a bug in my ear. All right, all right, let them suspect. At least you'll be getting it across how we feel about 144 gravels in the house. Yeah. Very likely the idea will occur to him, Ruthie's whispered the story to us. But he'll realize we don't want any 144 gravels, and he'll quit whittling out 144 gravels. He might turn on Ruthie in mighty rage. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 144 gravels. <laughs> Not gravels, Mom. It's gavels. Hmm? The word is gavel. Gravel. No, gavels. Gravels. Oh, my. Give up, Marcus. Oh, my. 144 gravels. Think of it. 144 gravels. Which concludes another brief interlude at the small house halfway up on the next block.